0: Hello and welcome to Editor's Note Podcast. My name's Sawyer. I'm Jordan. And I'm Octavian. And let's get into it. For this week's spooky movie, we've watched Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street is a 1984 American supernatural slasher film written and directed by Wes Craven. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, loose synopsis of this film, it's kind of all a dream. Yeah. You don't really know what's actually happening versus not, but it follows a girl named Na- Nancy? Nancy. Yeah. It follows a girl named Nancy who is being essentially stalked by a child-murdering burn victim, um, and you don't know when she- like, when she's asleep is only when he can get to her, but there's also supernatural elements to it. That's not a great synopsis, but if you're listening to this, you've probably seen it. So. I mean, considering it's a classic, um, Mm -hmm. I guess most people know what Nightmare on Elm Street is about. Yeah. So, I would say it's arguably one of the, like, most referenced... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, one of them. It's it's along the lines with, like, Halloween movies Mm -hmm. and... Like, the Halloween movies, not Halloween movies in general, but... Mm -hmm. um. At least when I think about, like, like, horror Halloween-ish movies, Nightmare on Elm Street definitely comes to, like, the mind, and so does, like, Halloween, like you said, and... um, Like Texas Chainsaw, Murder, Massacre, Massacre. yeah. (laughs) We're doing good so far on this podcast. We originally were gonna do a different movie that just came out on Netflix. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad, bad, (laughs) so. I was worried I wouldn't even be able to say anything nice. Yeah, in (laughs) efforts to not have that, we're watching, we did this movie instead which is great, because yeah. I like the graphic I made for it, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well go back to a classic when you're struggling. <laughs> mm-hmm. First off, plot. How did we feel plot-wise? I kind of dragged on a little bit, but like I don't know what would have been cut, mm-hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I was... A little bit, like, I I guess maybe I thought, like, the the first third of it felt like it was going on too long, because Mm -hmm. it felt like it went, like, Rob dies, Glenn dies, her mom dies, like, bang, 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 kind of. Mm -hmm. There is a good chunk in between when Rob and Glenn die. Yeah. But it felt like the, like, Tina dies so fast, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. they spend forever talking about it. And, like, mm-hmm. she keeps seeing Freddy Krueger, but then it's sort of the, like, what are we gonna do about it? I don't know. You should probably go to bed, though. Oh, well, I can't. I keep seeing Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. And so then, mm-hmm. you know, it just it just dragged on that, that whole bit. But mm-hmm. then once it got going, it was kind of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then... After she trapped him in the basement, like, and set him on fire, then once he, like, went up into the mother's bedroom and then killed the mom, that sort of also lost me, because it was kind of like,
1: let's just get it, let's wrong. just get it
0: done, like, let's just end it. Mm-hmm. And I I guess, that then leads into, like, the ambiguity of the ending, mm-hmm. um, but I was kind of just, like, waiting for it, like, to, to be over, mm-hmm. so... Maybe uh-huh. just because I was doing kind of other things while watching this, because college student, fun things. I felt like it went by really fast until the end, kind of. Hmm. I don't know. I felt like it had good pacing. <laughs> One of the things that always bothered me about it was um, how long it took for like the stakes to be built up with Nancy specifically, Mm. because I always was like, well, like, what's so special about Nancy? Why doesn't she (laughs) get killed immediately? Mainly, I was just mad that Johnny Depp got killed immediately (laughs) the first time he had a dream. Yeah, Like, we we didn't even get to see his dream. He just got pulled into the bed, and that's it. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, she wouldn't have survived if she had gotten pulled into the bed, or would she just have plot armor? Like, Mm -hmm. I was... I wanted to like. I think as far as pacing goes, I feel like they could have skipped a couple of the times that she like dreamed. Like the the bathtub scene was that necessary? Yeah. Like I feel like yeah. that was just for the like. Mhm. I mean, it like looked, it's it iconic. Looked cool. Like the thing up. In, yeah. Like the thing from the water. Like it, mm-hmm. it's cool looking. But, yeah, it doesn't serve a purpose, because then she immediately, like, gets out of the bathtub, and then she's like, oh, no, I'm fine, Mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how does she get out of the bathtub and is just fine when, like, yeah, like Tina couldn't wake up? Was it Tina? Is that her name? Yeah. yeah. She, c- Tina couldn't wake up. She was, like, and, like, then she's, like, she has to hurt herself, like, burn herself and stuff to wake up, but then when he hurts her, it doesn't wake her up. Like, Mm -hmm. there's just continuity stuff, and, I mean, this has all been talked about before, but, Mm I don't know. That always bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give this, um, movie... Hold on, let me think about this. (laughs) I'm gonna give this movie a 6.2 out of 10 for their blood. Okay, Um, (laughs) okay, I could... could. The blood in this movie is too... Right. It looks like paint. Mm -hmm. So, it looked like it had, uh, like okay consistency, but it was too bright red. Mm -hmm. So, six point (laughs) two. Yeah. When they um are like at the end of Tina's death scene or whatever, like when everything was covered in blood, I was just like, that that does not look like blood. Yeah, they changed the consistency of it a couple times for like the dripping, mm-hmm. and because like it'd yeah. be like thick when it like comes out, but then like when it's like everywhere else, it's like super thin and like yeah. drips And like place. on her bandage when she gets scratched specifically is when I noticed that I was like, oh, that's too red. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's Yeah, too oh, right red.
0: there, that's too too red. No, oh. my my thought process exactly when I saw that was like, because I just went to um, a Halloween store this mm-hmm. weekend. And they were selling, like, blood, right? And one of the bloods was, like, a lot darker than the rest. And the Mm -hmm. other bloods were, like, super bright. And I was like, she should have gotten the dark, dark (laughs) blood. Because I was like, this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. My brain was, like, going crazy about this blood. And it it just kind of distracts you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Horror directors, you need to know. (laughs) Blood is sort of (laughs) orange-ish. And then it's brown. It goes brown after it's been out. And also, once it's in there for too long, then it starts to chunk. Not enough people, they don't ever want to show how it gets chunky. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know what? That's because Hollywood is full of cowards. Back.
1: If you want a good horror
0: movie, you need to make the blood chunky. Okay? I'm saying this as a... As a an avid blood reviewer, okay? I'm kind of scared. This is, help- this is helpful. No, but, like, just, just, just for as long as I've been consuming, like, popular media, it's mm-hmm. just been annoying to me. I get bloody nos- blo- nos- bloody noses a lot. You do too, yeah, Sawyer. I, so it's yeah. like, I know this. I know this. I see my own blood a lot. So, so... It's not that hard to find. It's not that hard to find a good reference. So yeah, join Jordan see it once a month. Jordan and ten years producing their own boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you'll do for a job just produce. I, I genuinely think that that would be like an okay job to, to have in Hollywood. Like somebody who's just in charge money. of like I would love like that. the gore. Oh my Like God, especially if we're trending so toward realism. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we're gonna go the whole body horror route like have somebody there like part of your your sfx team who is and they have they have people who do this because they're makeup artists but it's like you need one guy one person who's like totally in charge of like the blood and the gore Mm -hmm. so then you have just the one person who's making sure it looks okay people Mm -hmm. notice that yeah, and I get really mad about it. And if any if if anybody's doing things in Hollywood, it's to impress me <laughs> specifically. <laughs> all the time. Okay, it. sorry, rant over. <laughs> that was the best thing I've heard all day. This movie really felt like it matched the era it was made in. Oh yeah, it stand the fits. Oh my gosh, yes, can we talk about the outfits, because <laughs> it is, mm, I love it. Yes. <laughs> I, um, I strongly believe that, um, the male crop top should be brought back to life. <laughs> and not, like, a funny TikTok boy way, in, like, an actual way. Because <laughs> yeah. it definitely resurfaced for, yeah. like, TikTok boys oh, in, yeah. like, 2020. Which, yeah but it needs to be back in full force mm-hmm. oh yeah full force and i love like i love nancy's outfits too like i literally like dress like that i'm wearing the like slacks that are like hers so um mm-hmm. honestly i, I just love that. like the out like just all of like the fits like i like the way that mm-hmm. the guys dress and i like the way that the girls dress because it's like preppy but not it's very like business casualty mm-hmm. but like stylish and i love it yes like a little bit, and on the androgynous side, because mm-hmm. like you said, like she wears a lot of slacks, a lot of button downs. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. so they're kind of, and then obviously, uh, you know Johnny Depp and his little crop top. Yeah. Sort of like. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting and thing. One thing that I thought was cool, like that also goes with that same idea, is that, um, like, she like she wears the slacks and then she wears the button up, but she also. Like, she wears, like, the, um, sweater vest, and Johnny Depp also wears a sweater vest in a different scene, which, again, a sweater vest with a button-up and slacks is one of my favorite outfits. I don't know why, I just love it. It fits the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I think it looks good on both women and men. And others. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one thing that I thought was interesting was for... Um, Rob's um, funeral scene is that everybody's dressed in the traditional black but Nancy is in very striking blue um, compared to like everybody else so she, she very clearly stands out even from like a wide shot of the like knoll that they're on um, I'm assuming it's probably having to it's probably something along the lines of symbolizing how like she's like uh like she's like standing out from the rest of her family from the rest of society because like she's experiencing all this crazy stuff and so she's like the odd one out I guess because Mm -hmm. of whatever so you know something something the curtains were blue the dress was blue that's a good symbolism yeah I did not notice that. That's I just thought it was tradition. weird, and it, it just I just thought it was weird because it was like you, it's changed now, but it's like you were you definitely wear black to funerals in the mm-hmm. 80s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so. So it was definitely a statement. I mean, part of it could also kind of show her, like, sleep deprivation. Because, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if she changed outfits after, like, Day seven, or whatever, but I don't know, especially with like the way she did her makeup, she definitely looked or l- the way they did her makeup, she definitely looked very like tired by the end of the film. So, like, you're saying, like, she, like, she can't she see colors anymore because she's <laughs> she days. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, she just can't think right, yeah, n- enough, like, well enough to just you know what I'll wear to her funeral, hmm. bright blue, do it. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect actually. It's a dress code. It's um you got to make sure everybody's looking at you because you're the main character mm-hmm. <laughs> of a horror film so yes. you uh. got to make sure everyone knows you're there and to do mm-hmm. so you got to wear different colors. Um okay. So gore. What did you guys think about gore? It, it I'm pretty sure it's rated eight. R. It felt very 80s. Yeah, for it. Like, people died on camera, but the way they died on camera was just no. it didn't feel as gory as like it w- would now. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. I- do you- kind of, not trying to move from that question, but do you guys think that this movie could be made effectively now? I think that if it were completely restarted and they weren't trying to make the same, like, see, like, they were re- completely rebooted the whole series. If mm-hmm. they did that and they added some twists to it, mm-hmm. I still think the concept is so strong. Like, mm-hmm. true, I agree. That's scary, and I love anything that has to do with dreams, inception kind of stuff, where it's just it's <laughs> like. <Inception. laughs> Just weird and confusing, and um, so I think this definitely could hold its own now. Mm-hmm. I think, with like current like digital technology and stuff like that, it would definitely be a different movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I think part of the charm of this movie is that it's so 80s, you're mm-hmm. just like yeah <laughs> yeah you very, like it's not even like just like the costumes it's like all it's like all the sets mm-hmm. and just like even like the camera movements and especially the music mm-hmm. there was like a scene in the beginning also i love the beginning credit scene i thought that was really cool um and it's not something that's done a lot but it is starting to be done which is interesting now um but it all just felt like the mise en scene of the movie just felt 80s, and I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on the, like, if they tried to, like, completely remake it, it would be very, it would maybe go too far into the gore of it, mm-hmm. because it would just be, like, gratuitous, and then it doesn't sort of have, like, an emotional backing, or, like, a narrative backing that yeah. it needs to make it, like, justified. But if they were, like, to rework it completely and then they actually, like, took the whole concept of, like, Mm -hmm. the monster being in your dreams in a, like, different twisted direction, then that would be cool. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be interesting if they took it in kind of, like, an it direction. If that makes sense. So, like, it Mm -hmm. isn't a clown. It's a demonic spirit that the children see as a clown. So it could be interesting if they took that. Yeah. And kind of applied it to, like, Freddy Cougar in a way where it's, like, he is, like, a well, multiple people that have, like, suffered. So, like, he's, like, a burn victim for what- I guess then you wouldn't have, like, the whole mom storyline. But disregard that. <laughs> have, um, it'd be, like, a burn victim for one and then another one it's, like, a bunch of people that died tragically. Yeah. That could, could be interesting. I, don't I know. feel like at that point it would, I like I agree it could be interesting, but I feel like mm-hmm. at that point it might just be it again. <laughs> true, true. But and you would lose that it's like Freddy. I feel mm-hmm. like if you're gonna reboot this specifically, change a bunch of aspects, but don't change Freddy. Yeah. I mean, like change stuff about him for sure, like really go in depth with his character. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't take away like if you're gonna call it Nightmare on Elm Street don't take away freddy but if you just go with the concept of a monster in dreams that Mm -hmm. could be interesting yeah and it's like something completely different um Mm -hmm. because he's too iconic if you took it away first of all people would just be really mad (laughs) (laughs) and second he like his whole storyline about being like a child murderer that lends to why all of the deaths are so gruesome mm-hmm. like like the worst of the worst of killers is like what people consider as like like a child killer is the worst of the worst mm-hmm. of killers um so like he's gruesome he's like you can't imagine someone worse And so, like, when you see those deaths that are, like, so dramatic and she's, like, on the ceiling and then the blood squirting everywhere, like, Mm -hmm. it makes sense because you're like, oh, well, he's, like, crazy. And he's, like, he's so messed up that he, like, is cool with just, like, Mm -hmm. ripping someone apart. Um, I think the deaths is the thing that I'd be most worried about them like redoing necessarily essentially because there's something about like the way they did it like having her like on the ceiling while um i don't remember his name johnny depp was just like kind kind of just watching oh wait no it was the other guy it was rob yeah yeah well well rob was just like watching in like horror Mm -hmm. um and then when Johnny Depp did die, it was just, like, pools of blood. Which I just want to say, I said this during the film, it's, like, one of my favorite, like, the Johnny Depp-Glynn death scene is one of my favorite death scenes, because, like, originally I watched the movie with my dad, and he knew I, like, at the time, like, I was into, like, Edward hands and, like, so I, like, knew of Johnny Depp, and it was, like, when I was, like, really young, and I was, like, first starting to get into horror, and he was like, you're gonna like this movie, Mm -hmm. and I was watching it, and I was like, why, why am you, why are you making me watch this movie, (laughs) and then it got to the Johnny Depp part, and I was, like, freaking out, because I was like, this is so cool, like, the blood's just, like, everywhere, because I wasn't expecting it, I had no idea. And it is really an like, iconic death. Like, mm-hmm. it gets referenced a lot. Um, and I don't know, I just... it Every time yeah. I see it, it's just, like, a little warm spot in my heart. It's like, oh, that's the time when my dad, like, tricked me into watching this movie just because Donnie Depp was in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you. I think that that seems really cool. I kind of like the deaths slash the gore in this film. Yeah. Just because of the way that it's kind of, like surreal. Mm-hmm. Like her mm-hmm. being lifted. first of all her getting scratched and then her like being lifted up by like a invisible force and then just being like dragged across the ceiling for kind of like no reason just cause it's like Ooh <laughs> weird and creepy. It's kind of just as, and then the whole you know he like disappears down a hole in his bed and then he just, the bed like throws up blood up in the air is just like yeah, that's literally... I don't even think that humans have that much blood. But it's like, it's... It's a dream. It's, you know, he's being... Or is it a dream? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it's surreal. So it's like, it fits. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was good. I, I agree. I think... If, like, if something like this was made currently, it would... Probably go the route that most horror is going right now, where it's very like they like ultra realistic, like what would actually happen Mm -hmm. if yeah blah blah blah, um, and I think the way that they would have to get around that now, because you're not gonna get away with like blood squirting out of a bed like that in like our current um movie state, Mm -hmm. um, but if you went towards the direction of the supernatural, it could still work, um, because, like, for instance, like, when she's on the ceiling and stuff like that, for me, like, I don't know why, but, like, a person being on the ceiling, it's just something that gets to me (laughs) so hard, like, There's a scene in Hereditary, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. I cried. Uh (laughs) And I could not, like, I cannot get that image out of my head. And, like, there's so many, like, creepy things you can do with, like, like, body horror. And, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like there are ways that they can get around it without it being so 80s cheesy but I think it does lose a lot of its charm yeah and it would become a little bit more gritty and dark and I'm also worried I've kind of noticed this just with like horror in general I feel like there's always like some sort of blue tint to a lot of like what I haven't seen a lot of horror movies but from the movies that I've seen if they're trying to achieve horror there is norm it's not blue, necessarily, but it's, like, meek, I guess. Uh, they do it in It, especially. And then I noticed it I mean, in like, the cinematography or just, like, the, like, tone? Tone. Oh. Well, it's a horror movie, so... Yeah, but I didn't feel like, um, this movie had that, which I liked. Oh. Huh. Like, it didn't yeah. have the aesthetic of a horror movie, but it worked as a horror movie. Yeah, I mean... Definitely, as the years have gone by, like, horror in general has gotten a lot, like, the tonally a lot darker. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it is, like, the same kind of subject, it still gets a lot darker. And I think that's why sometimes, okay, don't come after me, but I think (laughs) sometimes 80s horror reboots don't always work right now. I'm not talking about a very specific franchise that we've already brought up. Um, because some of that cheesiness in the dialogue and in the gore and all of that stuff, all the, all the cheesiness of an 80s movie works in an 80s movie. Yeah. And when you try to translate that in, like, the 2020 kind of time period, um, it it just doesn't translate and you end up just sitting there like why are they talking like that like mm-hmm. so i lost my train of thought <laughs> i get you yeah i kind of i kind of have this i don't i'm not a huge horror person because i sort of stop thinking about it like as horror and i sort of get too caught up in the like humanity of it maybe Mm -hmm. because of like the state of like films that I've grown up with that are coming out now where I'm just like thinking about like this isn't scary like this is just sad like this Mm -hmm. girl her best friend dies her best friend boy her best friend best friend's boyfriend dies her boyfriend dies her mom dies Mm -hmm. and then it's like she's not slept for, like, a week, it's, like, I'm not scared, I'm just, like, sad, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. when you, like, try to go any further than that, like, with, like, modern Mm -hmm. day films, it's, like, wow, it's just even worse, you (laughs) know, because it's just, like, so depressing, Mm -hmm. so that's, yeah. That's an interesting thought process, because for me, it's kind of, like, like growing up with like more modern horror like going back to the older ones I feel exactly that way where I'm like well I'm not scared but like I feel really bad for these characters Mm -hmm. because like in comparison to modern horror it it really doesn't always compete really they're not always on the same level like I wouldn't put like I don't know I can't say Poltergeist, because that's... Like, I wouldn't put, like, an older horror film against, like I said, Hereditary or something like that, because Mm -mm. a lot of the, like, scariest parts about Hereditary are, like, what you can do um, now that you couldn't do then. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, for me, I think that, like, current horror is scarier at least for me and like i still feel bad for the characters because yeah it does get really dark Mm -hmm. um but i don't know for me one of the things that i i love about horror right now and a lot of people like make fun of and all that stuff whatever um i personally like that like a horror could have like a separate meaning. I know a lot of people are like, no, bring it back to like the 80s when it just is like a slasher film where like somebody's killing somebody, but I like it. You're right and you should say it. Okay. <laughs> You're right and you should say it. Because like Jordan Peele is one of my favorite directors mm-hmm. and I love this and producers. I love the stories that he's involved in. Um, because you can watch it, like from like a standpoint of just like a regular cinema watcher, mm-hmm. <laughs> a regular average cinema goer. <laughs> <An> average cinema goer. <laughs> yeah, you could just watch it like with your friends or family as just like an okay, like cool thing. Mm-hmm. But you can also like really dive deep into it and have like a really like good intellectual conversation about it. Which Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite things ever. Like literally why we started this podcast. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I can talk about Get Out for so long, Mm -hmm. but so can a lot of other people, so. Yeah. Have you ever, I recently watched It Follows. I love It Follows. And I watched (laughs) Under the Skin. Have you ever seen Under the Skin? I have not seen Under the Skin. But also, sometimes I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that. And then I'm like, wait, actually, I saw that. (laughs) So, hold on.
1: Let me there's check my letterbox
0: <laughs> like kind of that that thing that you were talking about like um uh horror that has a meaning like different mm-hmm. meaning okay yeah I haven't seen under under the skin and there's a reason but I can't remember what it is <laughs> oh there's yeah um there's something yeah I I, I think I know it like I I remember when this was, yeah, I remember there was a and, reason, but I didn't. Under under the skin, like for a lot of people, would probably barely count as horror. Mm-hmm. But it's like God, just like the 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 makings mm-hmm. of that like terrifyingness un- underneath it all, under the skin, <laughs> and it's. But it also, like, is a metaphor for, like, an overarching thing. Mm -hmm. So it's, those are just two films that I've recently seen that I think are a good example of that. Like, Mm -hmm. taking something that's kind of, like, simple and then using it as, like, a delivery Mm -hmm. method for something else, which I I really, really love. Okay, that's that's Mm -hmm. good. That makes me feel good because, I don't know, it gets kind of trashed on nowadays because people are like, oh, I have to, like, think about it when I watch (laughs) it. I have to think about the movie (laughs) which is like you don't that's the thing about it is you don't have to you don't have to like think about it like Mm -hmm. with it follows you can watch that and just enjoy it as a movie but you can also go in and be like well it kind of is a metaphor for like stds and things like that Mm -hmm. and i think it's pretty cool that you can do both Mm -hmm. and i don't know that's why i like those I don't know where I was going with that. I guess I just wanted to talk about elevated horror. <laughs> it's kind of my favorite thing. <laughs> also, do they ever say that they live on Elm Street? Oh my god, do How they? do you know? How do we know that it's on Elm Street? Is there maybe a shot of, like, the street sign? There might be. I think there is. Oh, one thing that I have beef with also about mm-hmm. this movie, I'm not a huge fan of the mother-killing Freddy Krueger storyline. Yeah, it just is a little bit. I get. I guess I get the like. It's like a mob of parents who go and kill him, but then the whole like, she's like, "I did it. I killed Freddy Krueger. You don't have to. You're gonna be able to sleep now, baby. I, I." It's as if like let me take care of it. Yeah, as as if admitting that like immediately like fixes everything mm-hmm. for Nancy. There's a lot um, of adults invalidating her feelings and. Gaslighting her? Literally. I didn't like that part of it. I mean I would be a little concerned too if somebody said that they were <laughs> like seeing a weird man in their dreams constantly. Yeah. The whole time we were watching that I was like thinking about like would my would my parents like not believe me? Like would they put me in a psych ward? Like My parents would. <laughs> and I know they're listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's like what else are you supposed to
0: do? Yeah, like yeah, you kind of have two avenues. You can maybe get an exorcist, and maybe have things go worse, or you can go psych ward and maybe have things go worse. Those are two other genres of horror movies. (laughs) Storyline that's already been told. Oh my god. Okay. Final thoughts, feelings, emotion on Nightmare on Elm Street. The Nightmare on Elm Street. I can say I've seen it now. (laughs) It's true. We're not gonna be doing the other movies. It's not my go-to film for, like, horror, but, I mean, it's fun to go back to every now and then, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, follow us on social media, um, at Editor's Note Podcast. I think it looks pretty professional. (laughs) Octavia's just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Bye! <Bye-bye>. <laughs>